0: Yo, welcome to the Tide Pods Podcast. This week it's gonna be more of an introduction, given it's our first week, but I wanted somewhere I could just really let it rip about Alabama football and what's going on week to week, talk about the last game and just kind of binge. You know what we'll some of my boys on, some other Alabama fans, but hope you guys enjoy it. We're really looking forward to getting this out for you. going on. This is the Tide Pods Podcast. First time we're doing it. Uh, you know, I'm an Alabama fan. We've done sports pods in the f- past and stuff. We've had success with it, but honestly, guys, I just I I don't have the time nor the patience to invest what I do in Alabama football into every team out there. So, you know, you're gonna get some some ricochet shots from um You'll get some ricochet shots from any team around the SEC if you want any coverage as far as that. But as far as this goes, this is this is pretty much solely based Alabama football, and you know that's how we're gonna look at it. You know, we we like the name Tide Pods. We're gonna have some dirty laundry. Everybody just loves Tide Pods. They rechanged the game, man. We had uh, on my old house. We. When we bought our new house, the washer and dryer were already here. And this is not a podcast about fucking doing your laundry or laundry detergent or anything like that. We might actually not even have a pod by the end of it because I might get copyrighted for Tide Pods. But who knows? I see, indeed, for the title of a podcast, who to thunk it. But um, yeah, at my old house, we had, um, and I could get it for this one too, but uh we had kind of it's a little button that we got from Amazon it said Tide on it um it was for Tide pods so whenever you were running low you just hit the little button on the washing machine and like two hours later some Tide pods would be at your front door but um yeah so yeah like we said this is this is devoted to Alabama football With the emphasis on college football and Saturdays in the South. So, um, you know, you've heard us talk about it on the other pod, Down Home. That's my other podcast. We hop on over there. It's going to be on the same feed. Everybody knows me knows I just have a podcast feed. If you – any of your podcast platforms, Stu, S-T-U, period, and tide pods will be on there just subscribe to the feed if you don't like it don't download it delete it do whatever the hell you want but anyways this is where i get kind of my creativity out and all that stuff well we're we're here for the people but we're here for us too um i say we're i keep saying we're um but occasionally you'll get some special guests and all that kind of stuff if you've seen on the old vip podcast um uh, long-time friend James May, NBA affiliations, all kinds of stuff. We we go from food. We go to, if you go way back, we go to mayoral candidates, everything. But this is about Alabama football and college football specifically. Um, yeah, so first week, man, we had week zero. Nebraska went over and screwed it up over there in Ireland. Um, Scott Frost. Has there ever been a guy who's given so many chances? How he has not run for politics now, by now is beyond me. Because, like, the dude, he's Teflon, man, and it clearly, clearly there in Omaha, you know, he, he he's gotten away with murder for a lot of years. Not literal murder that I know of. Um, I would never make those accusations on Scott Frost. I'm sure he's a fine, fine gentleman and a family, family man, but... A college football coach is something he is seemingly not. Um, I don't know. You got to be jazzed up to be over there. You're playing Northwestern. Um, I, I, people in Chicago, people around that area might know a little better. But how in the um, like how does? And, and I don't know the backstory of this. How does Northwestern end up over? in Ireland for a game with Nebraska like I I didn't realize their lineage went that far I guess Chicago and Irish people has a pretty deep lineage um but yeah if, if that's it I mean that's pretty simple connected dots right there but you go over there and you you just take I mean it's a little I don't even know what you're doing that onside kick and you had all the momentum you just like you it's it's almost like it like it was a kamikaze mission, dude. Are we sure Scott Frost wants to be in Nebraska anymore? Are we sure Scott Frost didn't hang out with um Eric Crouch a little more? And doesn't Eric Crouch sell like real estate or something in Omaha and just make like damn near billions because he's he's just like he's Eric Crouch. So but anyways, yeah, week zero in the books. Not a lot else to hang your hat on. I think we we're all very excited about it. Obviously, college football's back. That's that's where we want to be. And, I, and I'll cover it again here in a few minutes, but there's nothing better than a Saturday morning in the South, no matter where you live, especially if you're a college football fan. Um, And an uh, emphasis on fall Saturday morning in the South, because a summer Saturday morning in the South might be 92 degrees and kind of kind of muggy out there. You might not enjoy that as much. But um yeah, so so we're back. We like I said week zeros in the books. Decently big week. It's not some it's not the the past where we've had the um and, and if I just left my other train of thought, CTE is real folks. Uh maybe I'll land back on it eventually, but it's not as big to to me obviously with college football being back it's, it's a huge week one um and i think every year i might be like this is like the first year back after the pandemic because it always seems like somebody wants to bring around, bring up that stuff like right around the time when the world's about to have fun again um we won't get too deep into that and i got to keep going off on the, not going off on these tangents because yeah we're we're I could just ramble for hours, but um, you know, in the past we we've we've the Alabama Crimson Tide has opened with some, you know, big games. We we've opened with Clemson. We we've opened USC's. We the, like they're just. It was always a test to me, you know. They'd throw any of these other conferences their their big shot up it maybe. be out maybe they can knock bam off first game of the season and i don't know if you noticed but every year in that first whether it be jerryville whether it be in atlanta at the chick-fil-a kickoff whatever alabama just walks through whoever they put in front of their in front of them so i don't think they could find anybody to play in week one anymore that had an actual national t- title um aspirations because effectively you're you automatically have to win out kind of like you're kind of behind the eight ball like yeah you have confidence because that's had you hadn't been punched in the mouth before I think if you went back on the those seasons and looked at the coaches you know who Saban was just dismantling and most of most of them were in his coaching tree so um if you go back and look at that I think you'll see that um there's probably a significant arrogance in the being game one to where these dudes, like, they haven't been taught their lesson yet, quite honestly. Um, they're going in a new season. They don't know how good they actually are. Problem is, when you start playing against the King, like, there's there's nowhere else to go but down. Um, so, yeah, ideally, you start that game off. You can survive a loss to Alabama, and you – you know, you, you can weed your way back in a playoff or back then, BCS hopes. But it's just different now because nobody's going to take that game. Too much relies on it. Um, You know, uh, so now we're relegated to playing Utah State at the start of the season. Uh, I'm not sure what the spread is. Haven't checked the spread. Um, I, I guess I could, but I don't really give a shit because – like we should just walk through them if we're as talented as the Alabama Crimson Tide is supposed to be, but you just never know. Um, a lot, a lot of people are a lot more, and I'm be honest with you on the Tide Pods podcast, guys. A lot of people are a lot more sold on Bryce Young than I am. Obviously, he's mega talent, talented, and he's he's. He's the man in college football, and I—I and I realize I am nobody in the grand scheme of things, but I also understand that in in my in my opinion, I can kind of look in an athlete's you know vision and just look at them, and you can t- kind of tell if they're that guy. And the only time you're ever wrong is if they're really that guy, and they're too smooth, where they've just got you offset. From jump, like like the dude just doesn't look like he cares. Like like everybody knows, my all time favorite guy, uh quarterback was Jay Cutler, but ultimately he wasn't that guy. He had all the tools, and he looked like he didn't care. Like he could be that guy, like just brush it off. This don't mean shit. But he could never turn it on. And and you know, I I understand Bryce Young's won a national title, but you also got to understand. When you look at this dude, there's something – I don't know. You don't see the assassin maybe sometimes that you'd like to see. You know, as a Bears fan, I also see it with Justin Fields. I know Justin Fields where he grew up and and they – yeah, he went to play at Ohio State. But I can tell you where he went to high school, they're much more known for sending Wisconsin-type dudes into the world or Iowa-type dudes into the world, not Ohio State-type dudes. So, I I don't think he's really that dude either. And I wonder that about Bryce Young. So, we'll see. I I think if anything this year, and it's like this every year, obviously, guys. But if anything this year, it's national title or bust. It has to be. You know, you just invested more money into Saban. Not like you were ever not going to invest money into Nick Saban. Every college in America would, but you know it's national title or bust and i think bryce young if he doesn't win it this year i i don't know how you can consider him completely successful in his co he's he's by far considered the guy so you got to step up and be the guy and anything else would just be a failure in my opinion this year so we'll see um uh, like, and that's not to say he's not the most talented guy. Like, you have to win it if you're Bryce Young, but we'll leave that alone. Uh, other than that, man, top to bottom, I think we all know it's the most talented team in the country. Georgia lost damn near everything. Um, I just don't see anybody that should compete with us this year, and it wants, it's national title or bust. Really, we should be back to the times of winning games by 20-plus every time we walk on the field. Four touchdown gap every time we walk on the field, but yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, there, there, there's there's things to look at. There's there's not much to pick apart this year, and that that'll bring us to this segment. And, and I didn't want to spend a lot of time on Utah State. This is our first episode. Um, it's more of a week zero type deal. Not overlooking them because that's why you play the games. Like I always say. But this is a week zero type of thing, and um, we're just trying to see where we're at. This should be a tune-up game. This should be a time to to unleash on some guys, and that's what we got to do. But we're going to get to this segment, and this – this my mom even tells me how negative I am. My grandmother was the most negative lady on the planet. She loved me to death, but I, I legit think I was the only thing she did love. Um, so – that and my grandfather and the Teamsters, because I think he was a Teamster. But whatever. That That's just, you know, that's neither here nor there. However, and if you can hear the dogs barking in the background, I'm sorry. There's something clearly going on out in the fields. Maybe they see a deer or something. Dirty laundry. That's our segment. That's where we're going to get critiquing about. Like Well, like we're going to do a little critiquing about what we have this year. Um you know, and I think any of us who who really look top to bottom, there's not a lot of holes. You know, our our defensive backfield should be good. You know, we got the best player in the country, and uh, Will Anderson. Hopefully, he, um, you know, hopefully we can get that Heisman. We'll see. Um, but our our wide receiving core, guys, and that's where we're gonna go with the dirty laundry segment this year. Wide receiving core. The past few years, past decade really, you look at these guys who have came out, Amari Cooper, Jerry Judy, um, RIP Harry Ruggs career, and just him being a dipshit and whatever, but, or Henry Ruggs, I'm sorry, uh, I had Harry Douglas in my head, but whatever. Either way, we're gonna leave that alone. Uh, (laughs) Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley um get Calvin really back this year after that $1500 parlay he put in but you know we'll see we just don't have the guy this year in my opinion that we know of that can just go stretch it out the great thing about what we've seen in in the in the past is going into a lot of these years I don't think the guy you think it is is even the guy it ends up being so I don't know how much we really know about what's coming out of that receiving factory that is Alabama football. So, um dirty laundry, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna need to be soaked a little. It's gonna be need to be massaged, maybe put on that washing board like we use down here. Um but yeah, so that's our dirty laundry segment of the week. It's Alabama receiving cord. We, we core we wanna see see what what they got. Um but yeah, so this is our weekly pod, Tide Pods Alabama football only. If you, you know, uh, like you said, if your team lands in the crossing hairs, I'm sorry for you. Uh, But, yeah, enjoy your week. Enjoy your Saturday and yourself. Send me how you start off your Saturday, your fall college football Saturday. I like to start mine off. I like to go grab biscuits for the family, throw some Rotel dip in, just let let it cook. Probably go high noon sunsips this year. Not a big drinker anymore, but high noon sunsets, and it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful year. Actually, you know what I might do, and you check it out over on the uh, Brew Review. Shout out, uh, where was it, Trim Tab Brewing in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm not a big craft beer guy, but I do the Brew Review. I'm much more of a blue-collar domesticated dude, but... From what I understand, this trim tab brewing is a craft craft brew company, but they, they just did a simple, simple premium lager for a good old southern domestic man like me. So this is a free ad. Whatever. I don't care. Probably gonna buy a few of those this weekend, enjoy them. Actually, no, I won't because I'll be in San Francisco, California this weekend. But I will be enjoying Alabama football. So you guys enjoy yourselves. Have a good weekend. Roll Tide.